All right, hello everybody and welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. This is another edition of the Local Artist Series and here with me for the first time is a actual producer and he goes by the name of GT. GT, is that what you want to be called? Yeah, that's that's what I go by, yeah. All right, GT is here everybody and he is a producer, actually, um, actually brother of our NBA podcast co-host Chris Phillips. So shout out to Chris Phillips and the Phillips family. Yeah. And uh, let's get let's get into it. So, how long have you been producing? Uh, I've been producing since uh, my senior year of high school. So, it's uh, going on about to be about to be the fifth year is uh, 2017. So. Okay. Very awesome. Now I know you've worked with uh, you've worked with Sino Jet like the Green Team, uh, but who else have you worked with? Anybody? Oh yeah, I mean, I work with a lot of people, um, really like all across the world because, uh, in part, thanks to SoundCloud, just because when you subscribe to the, um, what do they call it, the, uh, when you just pay the seven month uh, subscription, you get to see who's listening to your music and where they're from. So um, I work with uh, quite a, a lot of people like all across the world, but mostly um, in uh, London. I got like two really good artist in London. One's name is uh, Kane Anthony, and he's really sweet. He's more like R&B, but uh, yeah, he's a really good guy. And then um, there's this girl I've just been uh, recently working with named uh, Tilly Valentine, and she's like super dope. And uh, she's more, she calls herself, uh, um, what does she call herself? The genre is uh, like experimental electronic. Okay. But uh, it sounds like R&B to me, so <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is. That's what she calls herself. But uh, no, yeah. that's that's cool. That actually will tie in with something. I actually want to get back to that. But first, I want to know, um, like, who who inspires you more, producers or producers or artists, and like, who are some of your favorites? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I I guess producers because when I listen to music, I listen for the um the beat first really and then uh i usually listen to like a song more than once obviously but then i dissect the lyrics so i'd say it's probably more the producer okay so, so who are some of the producers or or even they they can be artists that you know like a like a kanye for example like one that we know is like heavy in the production but who are some like artists or producers that inspire you um Pharrell, people. Pharrell is people, awesome. Some people don't. They laugh at that. I think Pharrell is sweet. I know. Especially I feel like, on the production side, he's sweet. You know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people from from our generation kind of like look over him, and I don't get why. Because I mean, yeah. he was he was like kind of like right during our time. But yeah, no, he's definitely he's overlooked. But um, and then like later on, uh, I mean, Clams Casino is really sweet. He actually follows me on SoundCloud. Clams, oh really? Clams Casino, yeah, and. Uh, and you know Lex Luger, right? Yeah, I've heard the name. Honestly, I can't really like. See, uh, he was a big inspiration with like, um, he's got the, the long eight oh eight kicks. I feel like he was like the one who really pioneered it. I mean, it was around before a little bit, but um, yeah, Lex Luger's really really big inspiration. Um, Clancy Casino, Pharrell, and uh, it's really all I can think of right now. Well, that's a good list, though. That's a good list. Um. All right, so I find it very interesting. Like I've always found the production aspect interesting. Like I, I, I hang around and like study artists a lot more than I do producers. So I kind of get like their niche. But as a producer, are you like 
are you meticulous when it comes to the creative process and like uh give me like the bet like when it comes to working with others and like collaborations do you um give me like the best situation you've experienced during collaboration like whether it be like um email or like doing like email back and forth with us, some of these people you see overseas or whether it's like actually in the studio with like the artists or other producers you're working with um well it's i i think it is better to be um meet with the people in person if you can um from like 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 when i work with um uh theron and us you know because then when, when usually when i make a beat or like i have a I have a specific, um, there's already a message to the beat, usually. And uh, they're actually pretty good at, like, accepting that. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, if someone hands you something and says, this is what I want it to be, or this is what I think it is, I mean, there can be some, like, bad, you know, yeah. that's not always what everyone hears. But So they're pretty good at that. So I think it's it's best to meet with people in person. That way you can explain the, uh, the vision you have for something. But, uh... I mean, doing it over email is okay too. It just, it just really. I guess it just depends on. Yeah, like, the situation yeah. at hand. Because I mean, sometimes you don't have access to the people in yeah, person. Exactly. You know, That's overseas. I mean. But um, yeah, I just find I just find the producer's mindset very interesting. Like talking to you, talking to Will Wade. Like I just feel like you guys like see and like hear music differently. Yeah, like you have like more of a production ear. Like you said, you kind of listen for the beat more. And I'm kind of the other way around. Like, I'll get to the beat, but first I get to the lyrics. Yeah. Um, okay, so have you ever worked on a song with another producer? Because I find that, like, an interesting, like, concept. Like, working with another producer as opposed to an artist. Have you ever done that? Like, because I see that all the time on YouTube, on SoundCloud, wherever. I see, like, artists. Two producers or two producers collaborating. Um, well... Yeah, I mean, I don't... The only time I actually have was, um, with Jeremy Schubel. Do you know him? Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, like, friends with, uh, pretty much in that friend group, but, uh, yeah, me and him made, uh, the, f the intro to, uh, Sino's last tape called Grammy. Oh, that's who that is? Yeah. Okay. And, um, he's got some good shit, too. I mean, he uses, uh, Fruity Loops for his, I th yeah, almost positive, because I, I was with him when we were making that one. So, uh, that was the only time I've really done that, but, uh. Um, no, I mean, I've been in a lot of, like, in SoundCloud, like, I have, like, literally hundreds and hundreds of messages of, like, producers trying to do that. Yeah. But um, I just think it's too complicated because especially when it's, it was okay to do it with Jeremy because it was just me and him and we're just playing on, like, you know, one computer. But with um, producers via email, you got to keep bouncing back files of, like, you know, single instruments. Yeah. And it's just, like... I'm just. I'd rather just do it alone at that point. Yeah, I I can see, cause like I like I said, I've seen those all over the place, and I I think that's very interesting, cause I feel like, I feel like it's, maybe it's not, but I feel like it's different when two producers are collaborating as opposed to like two artists on a song. Like I just feel like, I feel like the mindset is different of a producer, and the producers kind of like, I feel like producers have their very own way of how they want a song like they're very meticulous about like the song that they create so i feel like as opposed to artists i feel like artists are a little bit more like yes yeah, that, that's what i was saying earlier with like the whole like when i when i feel like when most producers create something they have something in mind so mm -hmm. yeah it goes back to that okay so i've listened to your stuff on soundcloud over the last couple of weeks and uh i see a lot of variety so like 
so like tell me do you see yourself like eventually like I guess committing to one realm of music and are you looking to do that or would you rather be doing like say what Childish Gambino's done as we've seen like go through rap to now this like R&B yeah. funk um so so what kind of what kind of lane would you go would you be somebody like Childish Gambino where you're going from like you're bouncing back and forth or would you like to eventually like kind of stay in one um, lane no I think it uh <laughs> I mean, I don't know, it sounds like cliche, but like, okay, I think of myself as an artist, right? Right. So like, you gotta constantly evolve and try new things. Like, I'm, I'm working on like, um, classical compositions now, you know? And that's just, that's kind of bizarre when you hear I'm producing hip hop too. But um, no, I don't ever wanna just dedicate to like, land on one thing and constantly do that because I feel like I can just do it all. Like, I, I can play jazz and I can do hip hop beats, I can do R&B beats, I can do, psychedelic rock it really doesn't i really don't see any limits to what i can or want to do so um no i don't really think uh i'm gonna land in one lane really i think i'm just gonna keep keep creating yeah okay i see that because um i see like people like even people big in in hip-hop like dj mustard and stuff like they've like converted to like edm and everything and they've and they've experienced that so like I, I feel like I feel like we're getting in this era where like everybody wants to box thing bo- box artists in, but artists aren't doing that like like now like I think I think we've had the most like experimental music we've had in in decades when it comes to like when it comes to artists like like you wouldn't see a Childish Gambino in the nineteen nineties like bouncing back and forth between genres like you didn't see rappers like also come out with like funk albums and stuff right yeah and someone made a good point uh about the the new gambino stuff they said like i forgot who it was i read it on twitter someone we know i just drawn a blank on the name they're like it has it has almost like a pink floyd vibe and uh, oh yeah that was maddie wheaton yeah and it's it's not necessarily that it's not that it sounds like pink floyd but you can hear the ex- the like experimentation in it which is and like and i thought that was cool you know like, yeah it's not just like, oh, here's a rap album and here's a, a kick and a fucking snare and a beat and then someone's just rapping. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's been like that for, I mean, what, I feel like this started when, like, I mean, this isn't that that uh, old of a thing, you know, where people yeah. are, like, doing this type of stuff. It's, it's kind of relatively new where rap branched off into all these, like, subcategories, but they're still categorized as rap, you know? Yeah. And, like, uh, even, like, Kid Cudi stuff. Like, yeah, I don't even exactly. know if I'd call it rap anymore. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Kid Cudi is honestly one of the pioneers of it. I don't really, I don't really like feel comfortable and confident saying that because I don't really know that realm. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like it does kind of start with like people like him that kind of like just were. He was always classified as hip hop, but he never really was fully hip hop. Yeah. Have you listened to his new stuff? I actually have not caught his new album yet. Um, I I just talked to somebody last night on Twitter, and I promised him I'd listen to it this weekend before Christmas. But um, but yeah, I'm 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 a Cuddy fan. I didn't like Speeding Bullet to Heaven, but more so that's not really my my genre. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah. But um, but no, I I mean I loved Man on the Moon. You know, as a kid. Yeah, see, that was all really good stuff, and uh. Yeah, I just listened to his. I listened to his new one over the last like four days. Just like kept repeating it, you know, because like I'm a huge fan of his, and I don't know. You just I feel like he's lost. I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. Even like people hyped up his new stuff, and there's like two really good songs on it, 
but out of a track list of 18, that's not that. Yeah, that's not I, that. That's just me. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I've, I've been stuck on Childish Gambino's album. That's been my escape from rap recently. Uh, I love it. But um, let's, let's get back to you. So do you have a favorite genre you like to produce for right now, like currently? Um, yeah, I guess it'd be like, it's like what we're talking about. It's like, it's like R&B beats but like people can still rap on them so i, okay. I guess like r&b hip-hop that's probably my favorite to produce for because it's um it's very straightforward like you know i mean it's it's pretty uh simple in, in the grand scheme of things but if i like go home and try to make a fucking four minute jazz piece it's going to be a lot more complicated that's going to take me at least like five days but if I'm doing a hip hop beat, I could get that out in two days, like yeah, and and get it mastered and everything in two days. So, but um, also I, I just I do like the sound of it, you know, like the um, because you don't find like kicks like that in other genres really. Like even EDM, they don't have long heavy kicks like that. They're more like they're like more grainy and distorted. Okay. So I'm I'm not a huge fan of that type of sound. I like like you know, clean yet like in your face so okay there's like a balance to that type of stuff that i like okay that's cool so let me ask you something so i know that you like produce for everybody and everything do you how often do you uh do you mix for artists and everything or do you not really get into oh that? no that's that's not my realm really would you would you ever like consider doing that or have you ever played around with that um no i mean i i, I mix my own stuff and uh right and like i do a lot of like sampling mm-hmm of like um I, I like like women's vocals and that I have to mix in my music to make yeah. a beat like I know Kanye does that a lot, you know. Yeah. But um as far as that's pretty much as far as I go with that. Okay, so you so you don't really like mix for other artists or anything. You just kind of like make the the beat and everything. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um all right, so so because of your versatility like we talked about earlier, um at some point in your career, like, you see how, like, like artists, like, um, I'm trying to give you an example, like, like a DJ Mustard in YG or, or someone, um, would you, would you ever, like, consider tying yourself to a specific artist, or would you, or would you never really want to do that? Because there's, like, good, there's, like, good and bad sides of, it, of that. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Um, no, because I've, I've kind of tried that in the past with, like, the whole green team thing. Yeah. And, um, I mean, they're still my go-to, you know, those are my boys, and, um, like, I, I would like to give them all my beats and stuff, but, um, I, I need to, uh, work with as many people as, well, I, at the same time, I'm picky, but I need to work with a, a, quite a few people, you know. You need to work with a variety. Yeah, I, I can't saying. just, um, I can't just tie myself down to, like, two people, because then you have no variety of sound other than your beats mm -hmm. and it goes beyond the beats when you pass them off it's whether or not you like it you're like giving yeah. away your sound and hoping that they can take that sound and make it yeah because sometimes you see like a producer like kind of find an artist and they kind of they kind of ride with them and that and they and they develop a chemistry and you know they 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 get they get good at working with each other and it, and it raises their overall quality but at the same time it limits their versatility yeah, exactly. and variety like, um, like uh, Kid Cudi's got a, what's his DJ's name? Uh, he's got a couple, but 
too that's like when you hear the music plain pat and uh trying to blank on the other one's name but like once once you hear their their beats and kid cody come on you're like you it's just like the same you know what it is like, yeah and, uh, and so you would never want to do that you want to yeah but that's not it. i'm not saying it's a bad thing right at all. i mean you know it's just Right, it's just like kind of like what we talked about earlier. Like you want to, you don't want to stay like in one realm. Yeah, exactly. You kind of want to be free to, to float realms. And and like we said before, I think that it's never been easier or more acceptable to do that in in yeah. terms of music. Like, I mean, I mean look f- at uh, Chance the Rapper. He just exactly. came out with uh, well before this last one that he had that uh, the free one surf. It was called, I think. Yeah, yeah, with Donnie Trumpet. That yeah, was cool. That was really fucking cool. Yeah, I was like. Because everyone was like saying like they didn't like it, so like immediately I'm like, all right, let's just let's see what's going on. With yeah. It. And then I'm, I'm like three songs in, and I'm like, this is fucking sweet. Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously it's not what I was I wasn't expecting it to sound like that, but at the same time, like all of his previous work, it wasn't actually that crazy to hear it be so different. But I thought that was fucking sweet, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for Christ's sakes, we're now reportedly, this is reportedly, that Taylor Swift is coming out with a rap album. So, I mean, there are no limits anymore, yeah. whether you like that or not. Um, okay, so let's... So, now, I've talked marketing with every local artist on here, and that's been, like, a big uh, segment of the podcast. So, you're, you're the first producer on Strictly Hip Hop, so tell me... How different do you think it is to market as a producer as opposed to an actual like rapper or singer? And do you feel that it's easier or more difficult to market yourself? I'm willing to bet it's about 10,000 times easier. Really? Yeah, well, if you just think about it, it's a lot harder for people to like, to get people to listen to your, to your music, but there's a lot of rappers who want to put out music, and then when there's only a limited amount of fucking uh, producers, yeah. I mean, you just got to think about it like that. I mean, okay. I mean, like, uh, just on my SoundCloud fucking alone, I mean, I hate to be like braggadocious, but like, I'm getting like 2,000 plays every fucking three days. And the reason that is is because there's a fucking large group on SoundCloud that want to be rappers. And okay. there's not as many producers, so they're all fucking browsing beats. Just right off the bat, it's easier, you know. Okay, wow. See, when I was when I was forming that question, I kind of thought the total opposite of you because I think of I think of an artist and think of like the brand. The branding is huge, like in in this era, and so artists are so much easier to brand. They're a face. They're associative. Yeah, whereas no, producers definitely. are kind of behind the scenes. But that's why you got to create like a. There's like an aesthetic, even even in the sound, you know, mm-hmm. like because you gotta have like pictures, and there's gotta be like even the tones of the the music have to go with the pictures, so you you can still create an image like being a producer. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I just I feel like yeah, I'm like I said, I'm one of bats like ten thousand times easier just because really the numbers game. See, when I think of that, I mean, you can I can of course, and and this. Is, this attests to your point the fact that like i can name i can name a thousand rappers before i can name a hundred producers you know what i mean so um so so i kind of thought i kind of thought that it'd be easier to market as an artist because you are like the face and they have a face whereas like producers are kind of behind the scenes but you make a good point saying that 
you know, there there's a million wannabe rappers to every you know hundred producers. Yeah, exactly, and that's exactly what it is. I mean, I mean, if, if you think about the local scene, you know, yeah. like was it? It's me, Will Wade. Yeah. And then, yeah. Exactly. Exactly, like, and then, and then, then you, you got about, yeah. Like I can name like fifteen other rappers. Yeah. So that's fifteen to two. Exactly. And then obviously, if you want to, if people around here want to stay local, they're gonna hit up me and Will Wade. Right. 15 to 2. I mean, that's just the way I'm looking at it. And I mean, it's been paying off for me so far. I mean, fuck. Yeah, no, I, I was surprised actually because um, I had always like, you know, heard your stuff as, as a kid in high school and like, and even, uh, and even like, even like just like course, but I never actually checked out your, your actual SoundCloud. And when I looked at it, I was like, holy shit, like, you're not, you're not lying. I mean, you got thousands of followers, thousands of plays oh, no, on yeah. pretty much everything. Well, that's taken, that's been like four yeah. years to build. So, but, um, but man, that, that's cool. So, so that's interesting though. Cause I never looked at it from that aspect. So I like that. I like that you, you gave me that aspect. Yeah. All right. So what are your future plans for new content? Like, are you working on your own beat tape? Uh, you planning on working with an artist for a full project or do you want to just like keep creating like what's the next step for GT? Um, well, I, I'm, I'm gonna keep creating a bunch of new stuff um, Like I said, I've been working on like these compositions that uh It's like more of like classical music, but I mean that's just kind of like a side thing, but um I work with this artist. He's from uh, I think he's from Texas named Dion Douglas and this kid is like crazy sweet he's sort of like that that um r&b hip-hop hybrid and uh, i'm coming out with an ep with him probably like five six songs but uh you should check him out i think you like him he's really sweet he's he's got a large fan base too and um as far as just b tapes i don't know i mean i kind of just like to put them out like one or two at a time um because i feel like maybe it's just uh that's like a marketing strategy you just put them out once every two weeks and then you let them build and then you get people who like them that never heard you before and they'll come back and then yeah. they'll see two weeks later they're like oh my god he posted again so yeah see, see the the thing i say is I, I like that strategy but what about like what about looking at from the other aspect of like let's say you know you're you come out with a like a beat tape to show like hey i can consistently like i can create like a whole like consistent body of work in this realm yeah, of, that's, of yeah, music that's a good point i mean yeah i don't know i've just i mean i did one b tape at like of all time and it's actually on my i have like a experimental account called pig with wings and for, for i had like 100 followers on that one and I, that ended up doing pretty well i had like 30 something likes and like 800 plays which is, i mean it doesn't sound that good but when you only have like 100 yeah 100 followers, followers that's good yeah and um I don't know, that was the only time I ever did anything like that, really. And I've, I've thought about doing it and talked about doing it because um, Clamps Casino has that beat tape. ASAP Rocky used all of the fucking beats on it. And really? So, yeah, I think it was like his first two mixtapes. It was like this whole beat tape Clamps Casino made. But um, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll think about it, but right now I just feel like um, that's just not the move for me, I guess. Yeah, you just want to kind of like make the music you want to make and like and like it's hard too like when you get in a creative space like sometimes you get in a creative space where you want to create one or two songs of this then you want to okay like let's get back to hip-hop or let's you yeah know. exactly so that's the thing 
and you can you can also like throw together a beat tape of just like of just like a whole you don't have to do what i suggest which is like a a concept like a clear and consistent concept no but that it, is it the is best a, way to go yeah i think but it is a beat tape so like you can like do one where you're just throwing hey like look at all the type of shit i can do you know what i mean so yeah, that's true there, there's both ways to go to go about it but um all right, so last question, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. Yeah. So, what local artists from our area haven't you worked with yet that you would like to in the future? Um, oh, well, this is tough because, I mean, I'm, I'm really harsh on the local scene. I think it's really, like, I mean, I don't know. You, I can just say it like it is. I think it's bad. I think there's a lot of bad music. But, um... You know who I think is actually really good is um, Josh One. You you like Josh One? I mean, granted, I've only heard about four of his songs, but um, I've actually never worked with him, which I, I find that bizarre because he's got a decent fan base. Yeah. And I have a pretty big fan base, so I'm like, if if we just link up, like it's not. I mean, I don't have any problems with him. Like you know, I think he's cool. We we, we were uh, I was just with him like two months ago, um, but uh. I mean, if we just stop fucking bullshitting around yeah. and just link up, we can just double. You should, we should be able to double our plays. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be like a buddy-buddy thing. It should be yeah. a mutual just a, fucking common Just goal. an experiment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what's the worst-case scenario? We get the same amount of plays we get now? I mean, yeah, and that's I, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Like you said, you guys are both doing good. So um, shout-out to Josh Mum, by the way. Yeah. So... I I want to I want to make a suggestion to you now I don't know how much you've heard of his music but just listening to your music I think that you would actually be able to create something really good with Nick Heel I really oh do. yes yeah I've I've heard uh, Nick Heel's had I've heard two songs by him that I liked you know yeah so um yeah I, I don't want to I don't want to make um I'm not gonna name names but Nick Heel you're not on the list of of bad artists I mean yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think the the good artists are the artists I do work with. So I, I don't want people to feel like you know, yeah, like hey, what the fuck? But yeah, no, I I I really think you guys can like, cause I get kind of the same, um, not necessarily vibe, but like, it's funny, it's funny now. Like whenever I hear instrument instrumentals, I can I can like look at it from that perspective, and I I just feel like. I just feel like if you have you heard his uh, mixtape somewhere in the valley, like all the way through, or you just no, said I've, you heard I've, a I've couple heard, songs. I've heard literally two songs. And okay. One of them was called. Uh, it's called Fifties in My Pocket. You know that one? Actually, no, I I don't. I probably should. I'm a good friend with his. It was <laughs> it was catchy. It was like, uh, yeah, I I could I could see why you would say that because it was a nice like. Yeah, but like smooth. um, I'll tell you, I'll I'll show you some stuff after the podcast. But um, I think. I think he's got some some songs out there that like I think you can like kind of see where he's coming from and I think I think you guys could create something because I think he's kind of in that he's he's in he's in your kind of route but anyways anyways that's that uh, this is GT everybody of the of the local artist series and uh, GT I wish you nothing but success man it was a pleasure having you on Strictly Hip Hop all right thank you man thanks for having me why don't you tell him where uh, where they can find you and everything, where they can find your content. Um, I'm mostly on SoundCloud. Uh, I wish I knew my link name off. off I'll hand. put the link in the description. Yeah. Don't worry. But um, yeah, just SoundCloud, and uh, I, that's literally all that it's on. I got one song on iTunes with a, with some girl, but you know <laughs> you don't have to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you guys know where you guys can find me. That's on Twitter. 
at crispy1132, C-H-R-I-S-P-Y-1132. And on there, you can find a link to both my Podbean and my iTunes account where you can listen to all of my podcasts that I've ever published uh, under both entities, whatever whatever you prefer. And also on Snapchat is crispy1132, and there I give you behind-the-scenes look, look of what podcast I'm creating and what I'm working on, which I actually forgot to do for this podcast, so I apologize to the people that tune in. But thank you guys for tuning in. This is Strictly Hip Hop. Local Artist, Episode 7, and thank you for coming on, GT. Yeah, man, thank you.